Folks, wonder what happened on July 4th in baseball history? I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. That I might have been given a bad break, but I've got an awful lot to live for. Thank you. You know, recently I just I visited Cooperstown and I watched Cal Ripken uh, recite this speech verbatim. And you could see the tears and sparkle in his eyes. It was such an iconic moment in history. So I want you to stay tuned at the end of the show for a longer version of that speech. And then there's some other fireworks to talk about, which include uh, two future Hall of Famers uh, reaching the 3,000 strikeout mark and a no-hitter. Now we're here to drill down a little bit more about these stories. Uh, folks, welcome to This Day in Baseball, where every piece of history starts with a birthday. And hundreds of players are born on this day, but my special birthday call out goes to uh, Hall of Famer Mickey Welsh. He was born on July 4th, 1859 in Brooklyn, New York, and he's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1973 as a pitcher, but he was also the first official pinch hitter in Major League Baseball history on August 10th. 1889. Today's debuts, Andy Messersmith. In 1968, he pitches 5.1, uh, giving up just one earned against the Tigers. And he, along with Dave McNally, became the first true free agents, sparking a different era in Major League Baseball. And speaking of the Tigers, another debut was made on 2005, Justin Verlander. He pitched 5.1 as well, but he gave up four and took the loss. Verlander will become only the second pitcher in Major League Baseball history uh, to win the Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, and MVP award. Uh, bonus points for those who know the other one at the end of the show. Before we jump into today's baseball history with Robin, uh, I do have my official trivia today. Who, apart from Maury Dickinson, is the only National League pitcher to lead the league in losses for four consecutive years? Answer at the end of the show. Now, Robin, take it away. On July 4, 1939, the New York Yankees retired the uniform of number four Hall of Famer Lou Gehrig during an emotional ceremony at Yankee Stadium. For over 40 minutes, a parade of Yankee greats, including Hall of Famer Babe Ruth, honored the Iron Horse. The New York Times described the ceremony as colorful and dramatic a pageant as was ever enacted on a baseball field. Yankee manager Joe McCarthy presented Gehrig with a silver trophy engraved with his teammates' signatures. It would become one of Gehrig's most prized possessions and resides in Cooperstown to this day. Gehrig, in one of the most memorable speeches in baseball history, tells the 61,808 in attendance at the stadium, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Gehrig was stricken with ALS and would succumb to the disease in 1941. Pitching fireworks on the 4th. Future Hall of Famers collect 3,000 strikeouts. And on this day in 1980, Nolan Ryan, pitching for the Houston Astros, strikes out Cesar Geronimo and became only the fourth pitcher to achieve the mark. The Astros lost the game 8-1. When the Ryan Express finally came to a stop in 1993, over 5,000 batters had their tickets punched. <gasps> Four years later, knuckleballer Phil Necro joined Ryan, becoming the fifth pitcher to achieve the mark by fanning Larry Parrish of the Texas Rangers. Necro was pitching for the New York Yankees, and a year earlier, on July 4th, teammate Dave Rigetti 
struck out Wade Boggs of the rival Red Sox to complete a 4-0 no-hitter at Yankee Stadium. That game would also be the 11th no-hitter that Yankee shortstop Burt Campanaris would play in. That was July 4th, this day in baseball. Thanks for those highlights, Robin. Now, do you want a hint on the trivia? I bet you do. His boyhood friend from Ohio is in the Basketball Hall of Fame. So today's featured radio calls on VintageBaseballReflections.com. 1979, when the Houston Astros and the Cincinnati Reds. Now, it's not a whole game, but it's a bunch of blurbs when they had an all-out war. When uh, Cesar Cedeno takes on Ray Knight, definitely a fun listen. Um, then there's the 1966 New York Yankees versus Boston Red Sox, where Tony C plays a big part in that one. 1972, New York Mets play the San Diego Padres in a doubleheader, and in Game 1, Tom Seaver has an epic performance. You can listen to all those games, all those clips, over on VintageBaseballReflections.com. And as Robin noted, uh, today was also the day that Nolan Ryan got his 3,000 strikeout, and you can hear that clip as well. Now on to that trivia. The question was, who apart from Maury Dickinson is the only National League pitcher to lead his league in losses for four consecutive years? And that would be Phil Negro, who also struck out 3,000 on this day um, in 1984. But that's a little deceiving because Negro also led the league in wins in 1979. Um, he led the league in starts all four consecutive years, complete games three of those years, and pitched over 300 innings in three of those years. So he, d- he lost a lot of games, but uh, he was in those games as well. And he had his ERA as low as 288 in 78. So a couple more things about Phil. On this date, 1967, Phil and Joe became the first brothers to face each other since the Barnes brothers did five times in the 1920s. Phil's Braves did top Joe's Cubs 8-3. to three. In, 1987, in 1987, uh, Phil picked up a win against the Detroit Tigers, and that raised his combined win total with his brother Joe to 530, allowing them to pass the Perry brothers. VintageBaseballReflections.com features a treasure chest of baseball audio. The wonderful thing is the audio isn't a guy like me or a few talking heads reflecting on players, seasons, or teams. It is the actual players from that era, announcers from that era, giving you an uncut, unfiltered, unrecent day stance on what it was like then. These are real-time clips from that era. Now, we encourage you to check out our entire back catalog of baseball audio. And if you like old-time games and folks, and folks, you are not alone. Join the membership section to enjoy interacting with fans, scoring games with folks just like you, and listening to hundreds of radio broadcasts that were baseball classics. As a special offer to you, type in This Day in Baseball for a discount just for you. And before we get on to uh, Lou Gehrig's speech here, I just want to uh, thank you guys, the listeners, uh, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, please give us a you know plus sign uh, to subscribe, uh, thumbs up on YouTube, and if you're enjoying the show, share us with, uh, with your friends who love baseball history. And thanks to Robin from Robin Says. Uh, you can check her stuff out on robinsays.com. And um, Horseshide Trivia, that's where we get our trivia from. Uh, you can check them out at horseshidetrivia.com, and you can subscribe to 
their email newsletter. They send you a trivia almost every day, and it's pretty cool. Uh, they have some amazing questions in there, and I think you'd really enjoy them as well. We're going to be on to Lou Gehrig now. And uh, again, hope you enjoyed the show, and have a great day. The pride of the Yankees bid his fans farewell on July 4th, 1939. When you look around, wouldn't you consider it privilege to associate yourself with such a fine-looking man as is standing in uniform in this ballpark today? For the past two weeks, you've been reading about a bad break. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. That I might have been given a bad break, but I've got an awful lot to live for. Thanks.